If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. I was reminded of something I said the other day this morning. Uh, I said that uh, Vladimir Putin doing a limited incursion into Ukraine would be like me doing a limited incursion into a bag of Takis Fuego. Uh, and, and unfortunately, I found the Takis Fuego this morning. I've been really good. I've been really good. I'm just the kind of person. I'm not a breakfast food kind of person. Don't really like cereal. Don't really care for eggs and bacon. And so I'd rather just have regular food in the morning. So this morning I had a, a low-fat turkey sandwich, and I noticed there Takis Fuego in the cabinet. For those of you who know what Takis Fuego are, they're these little uh, round tortilla. They take a little round tortilla chip. They roll it up so it looks like a joint. And they soak it in this artificially red uh, hot flavoring, and it's just irresistible. And once I start on the Takis Fuego, I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, you know, mouth starts uh, watering, looking at Ukraine. I'm the same way with the Takis Fuego. And that in combination with a little bit leftover uh, uh, French onion dip that I made this weekend... Uh, I have regrets now. I, I just have regrets now, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to start feeling sleepy very shortly. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. I just want to mention, uh, it looks like this morning, Vladimir Putin is seriously uh, questioning whether he should have troops on the border of the Ukraine and, and may withdraw because uh, Vice President Kamala Harris warned him Earlier today in an interview with uh, uh, an outlet in Wisconsin, she said if uh, Russia and Vladimir Putin violate the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine, there's going to be serious consequences, and we're very clear about that. That's what she said, and, and this got to Vladimir Putin, and of course, well, no, actually, he just laughed out loud. He kind of just laughed out loud, and he said, uh, really, um, shut up. That's, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the negative here. Now, here's the positive, is I, I believe there's a good chance that she will be made the, the uh, Ukraine czar, and she is already planning to, uh, to find the root causes of the issues between Russia and Ukraine, so she's going to go to Zimbabwe next month. So there, there you go. So <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden said there'd be a limited incursion uh, by Russia. They would allow a limited incursion, which was a gigantic, uh, you know, face plant. And uh, Ukrainian leaders have expressed their outrage. Uh, this is pretty funny. The uh, Ukrainians are a little mad because the State Department has ordered family members of embassy staff in Ukraine to leave the country. 
okay, signaling that the U.S. is preparing for inevitable hostilities. A source president, uh, close to President Zelensky of Ukraine said that Americans are safe. And here's the quote that I think is really funny, actually. Says, quite frankly, these Americans are safer in Kiev than they are in Los Angeles or any other crime-ridden city in the United States. And if you look at, uh, I don't know, cities like Baltimore and New York, and uh, uh, lately, yeah. How many fatalities have we had in the last week in Ukraine? And then let's look at Chicago over the weekend. How about that? (laughs) How, How about that? Now, there's some are saying that there is no way that Vladimir Putin is going to invade Uh, the Ukraine because uh, he is just trying to keep Ukraine from becoming a NATO member, which would allow the deployment of missiles into Ukraine, which is very close to Russia, which kind of brings back memories of uh, what happened with the Cuban Missile Crisis and uh, John Kennedy. So some people are saying that, hey, man, it's just Russia saying, uh, no, we don't want missiles in Ukraine. Um, So who knows? General Michael Flynn said that uh, uh, Biden might get hundreds of millions killed over Ukraine. I don't know. I I don't know. And and here's why I don't know about it. It's because I don't know who's pulling the strings. I know that this president is not in charge. I think you have a good idea that this president is not in charge. If this were your Uncle Joe and you were sitting around the Thanksgiving table... Uh, And after when dessert and coffee came around, you decided to have the discussion about taking Uncle Joe's keys away. I think, yeah, you would do that to this guy. You'd say, you know, I don't think it's a good idea for you to drive anymore. Uh, But he's in charge of the country. And everybody is uh, not saying anything about the emperor's new outfit, which includes nothing. Uh, Michael Flynn says remarkable failure of meaningful reporting about the massive military buildup in and around Ukraine in recent weeks results in most Americans having no idea how close we have been brought to armed conflict with the Russian Federation. This is Michael Flynn. He's kind of a big deal. He says even those Americans who have sought out news about Ukraine can do little more than watch from the sidelines as those currently leading our nation inch us toward a potential catastrophe. And while I, I kind of lean a little bit toward uh, the Russians saying we don't want Ukraine as a part of NATO and because of the missile thing. I also kind of look at this administration and go, anything's possible. When you back a, a, a pit bull, or in this case, maybe a chihuahua up against a wall, uh, they can get pretty vicious. And uh, the Biden administration is up against a wall right now with a year's worth of failures and the worst approval ratings in pretty much presidential history and the the on the precipice all of the agenda essentially stopped and there being the potential of being named the worst president of all time and of course losing uh, both houses of congress in november you never know right you, you just you, you never know i don't know i'm not a foreign policy dude all i have is life experience uh, research and common sense Um, Michael Flynn says the rhetoric about the Ukraine conflict is out of control. President Joe Biden threatens that Russia would pay a heavy price for any incursion into Ukraine. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who's uh, just, I mean, wow, uh, warns of massive consequences for Russia. Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi told Neil Cavuto, we don't rule out first-use nuclear action, which, I mean, that's beyond irresponsible and stupid. The first-use nuclear action rhetoric is not only extremely dangerous, but these types of nonsensical remarks also threaten the stability of the entire world. 
And Russia has explained repeatedly its core problem is that Ukraine being admitted into the NATO military alliance. And this is according to Michael Flynn. Uh, if President John Kennedy was justified in risking war to prevent nuclear missiles from being installed in Cuba in 1961, then why exactly is Russian President Vladimir Putin being reckless in risking war to prevent NATO weapons from being installed in Ukraine in 2022? I don't know. I don't know. We've stumbled into military conflicts before where we didn't belong. Uh, Vietnam was one of those. I mean, we took a week. We tried to clean up France's mess. And it didn't work out very well, did it? It did not uh, work out very well. Fortunately, I hope you Vietnam veterans are finally able to realize that, that what you did was not in vain. I, I hope that America has shown you enough love after just really, really just treating you like crap. That maybe you realize that the nation appreciates what you do and what you did. Anyway, that's a little off topic. But coming up, the SLB that, uh, that uh, you know, went around the world. We'll <laughs> talk about uh, Peter Ducey. And listen, if I can get the kind of media attention that he's getting, I would have Joe Biden call me all, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I, it wouldn't stop at SLB. He could call me all sorts of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yesterday, uh, Peter Ducey's being hustled out of the room. I'm sure you've heard the story by now, unless you're living under a rock or listening to NPR. I don't know. President Biden, this is according to Breitbart, uh, broke his 2020 campaign promise Monday not to bully the news media when he called Fox News Peter uh, Ducey an SOB on a hot mic in response to a question about inflation in the White House. And let's face it, Ducey was kind of throwing a question out there. It was a non-serious question, really. He said, do you think inflation uh, essentially is going to be an asset for you in 2022? And I, maybe he just said it to get a reaction, and he got the reaction. He didn't know he got the reaction until after he left the building and all the uh, pressers are like, oh, you lucky SLB. You got called an SLB by Joe Biden, and everybody's going to be talking about you, and you're going to be on the Rob Carson show. I'm sure that was right up there with him. He was like, oh, son of a gun. No, this means I'm going to be on the Rob Carson show. And, and, uh, and so then he was like, you know, really thrilled about that. But here, here's the exchange, and, and don't be shocked. It actually is going to have, contain the president's real words. I mean, you might, if you have small children, hold them to your breast and cover their heads, uh, maybe with a pillow. Don't suffocate them. Just do it on the ears. Here comes Deucey. Do you think uh, inflation is a political liability in election year? Essentially, that's what he said. And then uh, here's Biden. He's uh, apparently, and uh, some people like Jake Tapper are saying he knew his mic was open. It's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. There you go. That's, uh, that's uh, Joe Biden. He's acting all tough and everything there. Uh, here is uh, Peter Ducey last night. He was on Fox, and uh, 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 it was kind of funny. Jesse Waters uh, said, no, I think you are a stupid SOB. Um, uh, but he actually said that Biden called him later, I guess wanted to smooth things over because, uh, you know, it wasn't on CNN. Or nobody would see it at all. It was on a network that uh, people actually watch sometimes, uh, you know. Eh. I have some news tonight. Uh, after... Years of clips of the president and I kind of mixing it up on the campaign trail and during the transition and here at the White House. Uh, within about an hour of that exchange, he called my cell phone and uh, he said, it's nothing personal, pal. And we went back and forth and we were talking about uh, just kind of moving, moving forward. And I made sure to tell him that I'm always going to try to ask something different than what everybody else is asking 
And uh, he said, you've got to. And that's a quote from the president. So. It doesn't mean I'm going to answer it, but you've, you've got to. It's kind of what you do. You know, you're not like the rest of the media. You know, you're, uh, uh, you know, there are some uh, media outlets who will actually not just, uh, you know, give you a tongue bath figuratively, uh, like uh, Newsmax, uh, Fox News, uh, others. You know, they're not afraid to uh, give the president a little what for. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean that he's going to answer the question. Uh, here is Jake Tapper talking about it um, last night, and um, this is CNN's take. Biden says to himself, as if he doesn't know there's a microphone there, no, it's a great asset, more inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. And Jake, we should note, this is a meeting that the president was having with top members of his, his, his administration, his cabinet in there in the room for this competition council. And actually, when he had finished uh, wrapping up his remarks, and then he was about to move on to his aides to make their remarks as they were going to go around the room, and the press was leaving the room, I asked the president about his call earlier today with the European leaders on this unfolding crisis that's happening in Ukraine. And he actually complained, saying that he wanted the questions to be about what was happening, ah. about this meeting and the purpose of ah. the meeting. And the fact that it was on this so th- th- this is a this is the thing and he, and he said this before that the president if you are there to ask about something don't stray from the script part of that might be coming from his handlers because when he strays from the script it becomes really terrible and he says stuff like uh oh i don't know uh russia could do a limited incursion into ukraine just these little things these little things that he might just say you know that could really really screw things up uh with regard to the world with the entire world so Oh, by the way, in a statement of the World Free Press Day, May of 2020, Biden attacked Donald Trump, promised he'd never be a bully to the media. Trump deflects legitimate questions of the attacks. He bullies and berates individual members of the press rather than take responsibility for his failures of leadership, his efforts to undermine public confidence in the integrity of fact-based reporting, violate our core American values, and, our, and threaten our very system of governance, is what he, is what he said. That's, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty over the top. And this is, this is kind of funny, because this is John McCain and Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey's kind of getting bee-slapped a little bit. Has your relationship with the president frayed? to the point that you are not going to support anything that he comes to you and asks for? Why would you say something that stupid? Why would you ask something that dumb? Okay, so (laughs) by John McCain saying, why would you ask something that stupid? There you go. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, to me, uh, I have very thick skin uh, when you you, uh, do a program like what I do, or just as an entertainer in general. You, uh, you're very thick-skinned, and you've got to be able to kind of like, I don't know, kind of like a, 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 I've been watching some of these videos of uh, the NFL, an interaction between players after massive hits where they get up and they, you know, pat each other on the back and say, that was a good one, you know, or, you know, don't take it personally, that kind of thing. So I don't. Oh, I just see uh, Lisa, the view silences Lisa Ling when she tries to criticize Joe Biden for calling Peter Ducey an SOB. I got to hear this. Yeah, for calling um, Kim Acosta a rude, terrible person? No, Abby I, I Phillips think, Let's start from the beginning here. I don't think, no, I don't think he should apologize to I the Americans. Why, did Trump apologize no, but for, it, but for it, calling still, uh, I mean, Kim Acosta a rude, terrible person? No, Abby I, I Phillips think, Man, I love the harpies from hell. I mean the uh, the view. Even Cecilia Vega, he yeah. said you never think. But I think what Lisa's saying is because it, it's wrong. It yeah, I mean, pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. But I, I, well, I, was a, I was a poor example so we did. to, to, to Ducey on the phone, but I just think he should acknowledge that he was a poor example for... Well, but no, I'm sorry. Yeah. He should acknowledge he's... There's, uh, uh, that's Whoopi Goldberg. I sound like Whoopi Goldberg now. Human. 
because that happens sometimes when people ask you endless stupid questions from one particular place. Uh, you mean like uh, all the hosts of The View do? And sometimes you just lose it for a second. because yeah. that- uh, You know what? Who cares? <clears throat> Honestly, uh, really, I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not freaked out by it. He called, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of it. I don't like this president. I think uh, everything negative that's coming his way as far as his first year in, in, in the White House is all karma uh, after uh, 50 years of lying and graft. I have no love lost for this president at all, but honestly, I know that Peter Ducey didn't get butt hurt by uh, having the guy call him an SOP. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I've been called a, a few things, and usually I'm not called a lot of stuff. It's kind of cool, but sometimes I'm called uh, different things, and you just kind of brush it off. I told my friend Chris, who's got a syndicated radio program this morning, I wrote him and I said that I would never call him a stupid SOB. I said, you're not stupid. Uh, and, and, you know, we just kind of like laugh about it. Uh, coming up in a few, um, only 19% of likely voters strongly approve of uh, Joe Biden. Um, and, and a pundit actually says, hey, maybe this is a sign that he didn't get 81 million votes. Hey guys, Rob Carson for Gold Co. I got a warning for you, in case you haven't figured it out already. Inflation and tax hikes are Biden's only way out of a nearly $30 trillion debt. Yeah. So if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, your money is at risk. They're looking at it. The federal government is looking at your 401k, your retirement, licking their chops. Go to retirewithnewsmax.com, get your free IRS loophole kit. That's right. Go to retirewithnewsmax.com. My friends at Gold Co. will give you up to $10,000 or more in free silver with a qualified account. Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation and tax hikes. So what are you waiting for? Do this today if you get some time, okay? Go to retirewithnewsmax.com. That's retirewithnewsmax.com. Uh, back to the uh, the miserable approval rating of uh, of Joe Biden, and this doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Does it make a lot of sense that President eighty one million would have an approval rating, uh, a strongly approval rating of uh, nineteen? Would it would it make sense that somebody who had this sort of a mandate, you know, like a more than Barack Obama, and Barack Obama could have gotten away with murder, and may have, I don't know, I know the Clintons did anyway, um, and and his approval rating stayed strong throughout the entire presidency, which begs the question. Was there really a mandate? And, uh, and honestly, I'll just say, and I'm not afraid to say it, was the election of Joe Biden legitimate in the first place? Which I say, no, no, Sh-nuh-uh. I don't think so. Here is Liz Harrington talking about uh, President 81 million. Well, Steve, thanks for having me. Listening to those polls you just played, it sounds like someone who ran for president three times and never finished better than fourth in Iowa. Not like someone who got 81 million votes, yeah. which exactly right, as you just said, the country knows. The country knows the good news. There's not a lot of good news. Uh, we see what happens after one year of an illegitimate regime in place. The only good news is the American. That'll get you banned on YouTube. You say that. People know it. I mean, you had four years of them saying the the 2016 election was stolen by Russia, and you never had. Yeah, there was a lot of violence and a lot of anti-Trump hate and uh, confronting Trump supporters, including, you know, uh, the night of uh, the inauguration. Yeah, and a whole bunch of stuff. Quarterbacks questioning uh, President Trump's legitimacy. You've got Aaron Rodgers just flat out calling, uh, calling it out and saying 
81 million votes, yeah, I guess, but it doesn't <laughs> certainly look like it. I and love Aaron so Rodgers. What we feel is this is on Steve Bannon's war room, by the way. Love, the, love, love, love the show. We keep getting the word out. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, which the numbers are inflated for Joe Biden, just like they were in the 2020 election. Oh yeah, you've got Quinnipiac the most left-leaning poll yeah. out there at 33% for his approval. That means it's so much lower than... Yeah, man, 23, probably. And again, the good news is the American people aren't falling for their propaganda. No, they're not. They're not. And uh, the American people know Joe Biden has been a fraud. I, I, remember, I remember when Joe Biden was named Barack Obama's running mate, and I, I laughed because at the time he was a hackneyed political swamp-dwelling bureaucrat, and uh, for the fresh face of Barack Obama to, to have this old man on the ticket was laughable, and now he's, you know, fully, what, how many years older and uh, much more senile? Beto O'Rourke, who is in the uh, Democrat uh, running for, for the governor of Texas, has no choice, I mean, no chance, I should say, no chance uh, he has run for office a couple times, been uh, curb stomped because he is so out of touch, such a uh, elitist little fop. Um, but O'Rourke coming off uh, failed campaign attempts, losing against Ted Cruz, 2018, uh, and a failed presidential bid in 2020. He says he has no interest in receiving help from Biden or any other Washington D.C. politician uh, during his campaign. What he did was he just doesn't want Biden there, and he said any D.C. politician to soften the blow is what he did said, I'm not interested in any national politician outside of Texas coming into the state to help decide the outcome of this. O'Rourke pointed to recent events in Congress and at the Supreme Court saying, no one in Washington, D.C. right now can help us with the challenges that we have. This one is on all of us. And just I'll just tell you, Beto O'Rourke, don't waste your money. It's already over. <laughs> okay, it is already over. Uh, the police have been shredded the last year, and uh, this weekend, a police officer, 22-year-old man, who delivered a, an amazing speech or a class project when he was 18, talking about you can be anything you want. Now he's 22 years old and dead as a police officer. Just got married three months ago. Can you imagine your life ending after three months because some fool with a, with a gun uh, and a criminal record ends his life? The other uh, officer is still in, uh, in the hospital. Apparently he's been shot in the head. But, you know, uh, the left has savaged our police for the last couple of years. And you know what? Here's the great thing. Among the rest of us, you and me, our support has never waned. Our support has never waned. It has never, ever waned. I was in New York City a couple uh, months ago. Second time I've been in New York City is a little police substation right by the Newsmax building. And I was walking by and I saw a police officer standing outside. And I said, sir, I want to thank you for what you do for a living. And he looks at me and he goes, thank you for that brother is what he told me you and i never waned with first responders you and i never gave up we still believe they're heroes we taught our kids that police and firefighters are heroes and they still are the only people who are saying they're not are people who are trying to cover for bad behavior and yes there is bad behavior by cops of course but like Black Lives Matter DC compared the shooting of a police officer uh, this weekend to earlier fatal gunfire involving police, uh, they're saying that basically cops uh, shot automatically shouldn't be deemed heroes. 
They said the, the group was said reaction and news coverage of a shooting was tilted toward law enforcement while tweeting out an incomplete list of people killed by Metropolitan Police during incidents last year, usually caused by people who uh, deserve to die because they were threatening the police officers' lives or the lives of somebody else. This is the point we've been making for months, a subsequent tweet said. Tearjerker press conferences and proclamations of heroes coming soon. Imagine if people knew those folks' names. Being black in D.C. is more dangerous than any job. And yes, it is. Because your chances of being shot by another black person are 13 times the national average. How about that, kids? Some online critics took aim at the social movement and supporters for the tweets. Some police officers are indeed heroes, and yes, they are. They serve and protect our communities, one said. Your list has one common factor. They were all criminals or they had weapon in hand. Do your research before you make these statements. The officer who was wounded Sunday, meanwhile, was being treated and released from the hospital in D.C. I don't know how police officers, particularly, but firefighters, get up every day. Put that uniform on, kiss their loved ones goodbye. I don't know how they do it. I don't know why people still sign up to be police officers, to be quite honest. There's just something there that drives them. I don't think it has anything to do with the salary. You know, I mean, it's a good job, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll get a retirement, but you're not going to get rich. And, and you're going to come upon scenes that you never imagined, horror that you never imagined as a human being, as police officers and firefighters. I don't know how they do it. I'm glad they do. I'm really glad they do. Oh, by the way, legendary musician Neil Young has posted an ultimatum to Spotify saying that you can either choose between streaming my music or Joe Rogan's podcasts. He wrote an open letter to Spotify. And by the way, they have a $100 million deal with Rogan to host his podcasts, and by the way, Rogan gets about 11 million views per episode. Uh, Fox News comes in second, Tucker Carlson about uh, just under three. He says, I'm doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Please act upon this immediately today and keep me informed of the time schedule, otherwise you're going to pull his music. And i got to tell you, uh, go for it, pull your music, because... Honestly, I worked in radio forever, and I, I played Heart of Gold a million times, and I hated it every time I heard it. It's a terrible song. And also, uh, Four Dead in Ohio, that thing, uh, yeah, please, please, God, please let Neil Young pull his music. And I realize that there are a lot of Neil Young fans. You Neil Young fans, you're really big fans of Neil Young, and you really dig Neil Young, the father of grunge. But I have never gotten Neil Young. I got it when he was part of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. I got it maybe he was part of the Eagles a little bit there. But a solo act, never understood it. Can't stand his voice. Uh, and I would much rather listen to Joe Rogan than, uh, than Neil Young. So there you go. And, by the way, and I just got a note from a viewer, is uh, most people don't listen to Neil Young on Spotify because most people who listen to Spotify are, are really young. So I want to ask you this question because there's a lot of stuff going on in Virginia with regard to the new governor who uh, he campaigned and he won with regard to parents having a say in their child's education at school. With parents having a say in uh, the CRT, critical race theory, being taught in schools. The Democrat Party went so far as to say they're not doing it, even though several counties have spent $3 million on CRT 
including inviting radical CRT speakers and authors to school districts. And it's very obvious, critical race theory is being taught in schools. But that was part of it. Also, parents want to say as to whether they have to send their kid to school in a mask. I agree. The new governor of the state of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, is following suit. He wrote an executive order saying CRT not allowed in school. Masks, mandates, unlawful. Cannot have them in school. So what the, the governor's doing, and, and I'll see what you think of it. The governor is doing a hotline where you as a parent can call the hotline and report CRT bought, being taught in schools. I would assume that also uh, other things can be reported. Uh, there are some other things going on in schools like uh, uh, very inappropriate pornographic material uh, being featured in middle school, elementary school libraries that people have brought up. But the, the, there's a new hotline. Are you down with that? Would you be cool? Or is that like spying on teachers? There was a, a story a couple weeks ago. There was a, uh, They're debating whether to put cameras in schools and you could review the videotape of teachers in the classrooms and I, I i'm not i'm not crazy about that idea uh, i realize that and listen i'm a i'm a parent i'm i'm tired of this nonsense being taught in schools do i want a camera in my kid's classroom i would suppose you know just about anybody who has a job might feel that you know, you're kind of being spied on. And again, I'm not, I'm not with the, uh, you know, the critical race theory, and I'm not with any of this radical curriculum. What do you think about a hotline? What do you think about, uh, you know, calling a hotline and saying, uh, yeah, this is the governor's hotline. Uh, my daughter came home. She was talking about CRT today. I, I don't know. I don't want it to be taught. Um, I don't know. So anyway, the superintendent of Virginia's Fairfax County Schools has directed principals in the district to suspend students who do not wear masks in school. This is according to a whistleblower report provided to Parents Defending Education. Scott Braybrand uh, briefed school district uh, principals Friday on the updated mask policy. Any student who refuses to wear a face covering while indoors on school property or during FCPS provided transportation, so not on the bus, uh, and who is not otherwise exempt will be precluded access to face-to-face -face instructional programming until they comply with the requirements of this regulation. Left out of the mass discussion are the well-documented detrimental effects masking has on the social development and mental health of children, which has contributed to skyrocketing suicidal ideation, self-harm, depression, and anxiety. And let's all just uh, forget about developmental uh, progress as young children. These are principals who are making their own decisions despite what the governor says, that there will be no mask mandates. The principals are saying there will be a mask mandate. Anyone who does not wear a mask will be met promptly with a one-day OSS or out-of-school suspension for violating the, the district's debt dress code. The principal is uh, uh, then left to de determine whether a, a student should return to class and if they would pose a danger to persons or property. No, not if you've been unvaxxed and you're wearing your own mask, right? Defined as potential increase in COVID transmission in schools, impact increased exposure could potentially have a health and safety of other students and staff. This hasn't happened anywhere, by the way.
And here's the amazing thing. If you're sick, you stay home. I came home. I got COVID. My daughter came home. She, she had the sniffles. She was in the same house. I said, you're not going to school. Call the school and say, dad's got COVID. I'm not coming in. There you go. It's that simple, kids. It's that easy. But Jason Marieres, who is the, uh, the first Hispanic uh, attorney general of the state of Virginia, like that matters, but, you know, it's still, you know, that's what generally what uh, Democrats do. They flash the race card. And this is historic, by the way. Uh, but anyway, he is now the, uh, he is the AG. And by the way, the Virginia school boards against Glenn Youngkin, they have, uh, they have actually launched a lawsuit against the governor, the school boards association. So here is the AG's reaction to that and the hypocrisy of school board and school faculty with regard to masks. There are going to be other parents that come to a different conclusion. Uh, we've had parents of somebody who's asthmatic. You said this is really bothering my child's, child's asthma. I had another parent that came to me and said my middle school daughter went from being an all-A student to because of the glasses constantly fogging up, now being a mostly C student. So this is about each individual parent reaching their own conclusion of what's best for their child. That is in the code of Virginia, that parents have a fundamental right to the education upbringing of their child. But more than that, Martha, the governor has such broad executive power when there are these states of emergencies that these school boards certainly stood by and stayed silent when the previous governor shut down our churches, shut down businesses, closed. Oh yeah, there was that. I kind of forgot about that whole can't go to church thing, can't go to work thing, can't send the kids to schools thing, can't go outside thing, can't go to a concert thing. I could go on and on. Schools and mandated masks. All we're saying is under the governor's executive power that's already uh, there under the Virginia Code, he also has the ability of determining that, yes, parents can make these decisions that are best for them. Don't you think that the parents should have more say than just the principal? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, New York Supreme Court has struck down a statewide mask mandate by uh, Democrat Governor uh, Kathy Hochul on the basis that such an order would need to be debated and approved by the state legislature. Uh, Kathy Hochul, known for her uh, non-moving eyebrows. Have you ever watched her talk? They don't move. I, they, they don't move. They're like uh, ventriloquist dummy eyebrows. They, just did not, they never move. Nassau County uh, Supreme Court Judge uh, Thomas Rademacher said in ruling that the mask mandate was unconstitutional because neither Hochul nor state health officials were empowered to issue such a demand, meaning you'd have to go through the legislature. There can be no question that every person in the state wishes once and prays that this era of COVID ends soon, then they will surely do their part to see what is accomplished. However, enacting any laws to uh, this end is entrusted solely on the legislature. Blah, 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 blah. So the judge made it clear that he was not judging the efficacy, need, or requirement of masks as a means or tool of combating the coronavirus, only constitutionality of a mask mandate. And wouldn't this apply to a school principal? Uh, you've got uh, the governor saying everybody's got to wear a mask. In the case of Virginia, the governor is saying no mask mandates. But principals are saying, no, we're going to go ahead and keep the mask mandate. So isn't this kind of a microcosm of what's happening in New York to some degree? Kathy Hochul is the principal. The state legislature is the, uh, the, the school board and the uh, parents. Kind of similar. I mean, uh, kind of similar. But now apparently you can, you can call instead of uh, trying to call a school board member, which is useless apparently uh, a lot of the times in some of these school districts. Uh, the governor of Virginia is saying, now nah, call our hotline. Uh, tell on a teacher who is teaching CRT.
Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.